0: Welcome to another episode of The Word of God by M. During the next four episodes, I will be diving into topics related to the family and interpersonal relationships, both at the marital level and parental level, and the family dynamics that we face today. We are going to study the family from the perspective of Matthew. Chapter 6, verses 19 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Anyone in this world who is successful in his or her relationship with God and with his or her family will be truly happy. But it won't necessarily be like that with other kinds of success. The satisfaction that human beings crave can never be found outwardly. The only satisfaction that allow us to feel fulfilled is that which is generated within us and therefore give us security. Hence, why having a certainty of our relationship with God will immediately allow us to move towards a complete feeling of satisfaction in our life and therefore of our family. The Bible presents us with a challenge in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The challenge of learning to live love from a very different perspective than the one we have learned through the years. However, before we dive into that challenge, I would like to share this with you. I have been married for 23 years. I have four children, a grandson, plus a son-in-law who I love like a son. When I see the family that I have today, I can only say that I feel incredibly happy, blessed, and grateful to God. Many of you may think that this is the result of luck, but I want to tell you about the difficult journey that brought me here and what changed the perspective that I now have of my family? I began my marriage with a negative balance on my personal life. I had already failed in a first marriage, and as a result, left my eldest son to grow up without a father who was present at all times. Sometimes, which filled my heart with guilt. frustration. The first six years of my current marriage were really chaotic and full of arguments, fights, disrespect and constant frustrations. My life was dedicated to destroying the feelings of the person I loved, my wife. This is how my eldest daughter came to the world. In the midst of these sad circumstances, time passed. And as I mentioned in one of my previous episodes, it was not until she was six years old that I gave my life to Christ. And later on, had two more children and recently a grandson. After having accepted Christ, a process of transformation began that is still ongoing. In all this time that has already elapsed in Christ, I have made many mistakes, where always the main victim is my beloved wife. But with the great difference that now I know where I am going, I know that there is a goal, as mentioned in Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. Press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. When people today ask me what the goal of a church should be, my answer will always be the same, the family. The family is the foundation of the church and the foundation of our society. For that simple reason, it is within the family that God planned for us to find the fullness of our life. There lies not only the balance of the individual, but also the security of all its members. And this brings us to the two characteristics of love that are mentioned. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is patient. From God's perspective, love is patient and long suffering because as long as we love in the right way, we are going to have to fight against our instincts and reactions. Many times, we will have to suffer faults or emotional injuries in silence in order to prevent a problem from escalating. By this, I mean that sometimes the problems in our marriage grow because we do not wait for the right environment to talk about things. And simply because we feel as though we are right, we want to settle an issue immediately. Without knowing that the only thing we are going to accomplish is to escalate the situation and risk leaving scars on the heart of the person we love. Just to clarify, when the Bible says that love is patient and long-suffering, It means that in order to show real love, we have to fight against our human instincts to react in a negative way or say something hurtful. In no way, and I want to repeat this, in no way does it mean that verbal or physical abuse should be tolerated or condoned. Abuse of any kind has absolutely no place in a godly marriage. Love is kind. We must concentrate on making our partners as happy as we can. And as a very dear friend told me a week ago, I understood that first I I must change myself. Once we commit to our partner and to love them with unconditional love, we will begin to enjoy incredible experiences. The Bible says, Husbands, love your wives as God loved the church. This is what the Bible refers to when it speaks of a kind of love, a love without limits, the same love Christ had when he died for us. This love must be extended not just to our spouses but also to our children, our parents, and family members. Love should be a priority in all our family relationships. Love is shown with respect, with kindness and with consideration. How sad it is to see couples today who do not keep decorum among themselves. They are rude and even nasty. That's sad. That's not the kind of love that God planned for us. That love and respect is being lost, and if nothing is done about it, the situations can escalate to the point of verbal and even physical abuse. Today, we live in a society where the distribution of time is totally inverted from what God planned for our lives. We spend 70% of our time working and thinking how to increase our material goods. Then, we dedicate 15% of our time to think about how to keep ourselves entertained. And finally, whatever time is left, we spend it with our families. And if there is some time left after that, we may dedicate that time to God. We have a wrong perspective. And as a society, we have come to compare economic success with personal fulfillment. And that is an absolutely false concept. You can be successful at work and personally personally unhappy at the same time an example of this is the large number of famous and successful people who tragically kill themselves because they feel empty today i want to go over two examples the ceos of some of the largest companies on the planet such as amazon and microsoft Both, in recent months, have filled the pages of the major news networks with the details of their divorce. Despite their great business success, we see how their greatest project, their family, has failed. These are just two of countless examples that we find among those who are successful in the business world, or perhaps entertainment world. Unfortunately, there is no doubt that at the end of the road, in the midst of millions of dollars, many of these successful people will end their their days frustrated and dissatisfied with not having someone to love them or whom to love. That's why sometimes we see a famous actress or actor that at the age of 20-something decides to terminate his life. Happiness cannot be fine in just working success. Let's go back to the verse that we read at the very beginning. Matthew chapter 6 Verses 19-21 Do not stir up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Today, you have a great challenge ahead, and it is the correct man- management of your time and energy. It's true, God asks us to work, but he also makes it clear that financial success is never to be a priority over our families. Your bank account, your properties, your many or few riches, one day, they can be destroyed or stolen, just as the Bible passage we are studying says. But the love of your spouse, the love of your children and other family members, that's the real treasure. It is time to go out and spend quality time with our children, to be loving and caring with our spouse. Believe it or not, giving flowers to your wife and daughters isn't something that has gone out of fashion. Spending time with a son fixing the car or fishing will always be a memory treasure by a child who doesn't care about riches and only wants to spend time with dad and feel loved. God invites you to find your fulfillment in what can never be stolen from you. That's your family. As always, thank you for being joining me for another episode of The Word of God by M. Remember that you can follow us on our Instagram, the word of God by M. I repeat, our Instagram is at the word of God by M. Or send us your emails and comments to the word of God by M at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And we'll see again each other next week.